Thanks for tuning in to Warcry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Hey, everyone. Welcome to World Cry Radio. Go be great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And listen, we have an amazing next couple of weeks scheduled for you all. So we recently had the Power of Three Virtual Women Summit on June 26th and June 27th. So over the next few weeks, I will be spotlighting various segments from that virtual summit. It was literally a life-changing event. And I'm not just saying that. I can say that for myself. And I've had numerous people reach out to me who attended this virtual summit that felt the same way or that actually feels the same way. So again, I will be highlighting various segments from the virtual summit during the next couple of weeks of War Cry Radio Go Be Great podcast. And please, please, please feel free to reach out to these speakers and sponsors. They did an amazing job. They came in and literally the power of three is edify, educate, and empower. They came in literally and did just that. That's why we know that this was a transformative event. And if you are looking to join our community, we are the power of three and we are on Facebook. So please feel free to join us at any point in time. We would love to welcome you home. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Rachel Whittington Cole. I am the founder of Ariash Glam. And um, I want to thank everyone who's here for allowing me to have this opportunity. Um, I want to start by talking about my journey into motherhood and how it led to the birth of my current self and my business. Um, after navigating the horrible med- medical system that they have in place for women of color, I encounter something that isn't an open discussion in the black community. Um, it's very common, but it's just not something that we choose to spend our time talking about. Um, I hopped out of my hospital bed and I walked dead into postpartum depression. Um, I found myself in an unfamiliar place with what I questioned. I questioned everything. I had a problem with everything. I got in for fights and I was just really confused about my place in the world. Um, Mainly I struggled with my own beauty. I knew that being a mother was transformative as many of us do, whether you adopt, foster or give birth you become a new person caring for another person that you just met. I realized true work had to be done for me to survive this phase in my life. And my point to say is that everything that glitters is not glamorous. Everyone knows I have a, I have a cosmetic and self-care line. So I love saying that. And it's really true. Um, beyond all the fabulous photo ops and milestones was a lost woman who had to take the proper steps to find purpose and beauty in herself. Um, I had no time for me, like none at all. Um, when my daughter was born, um, it was just full steam ahead. Um, on good days, I could do my hair. On bad days, I couldn't even brush my teeth. In that time, I felt I just had to find myself and get back to pre-child Rachel. Um, that was the goal, like get to the old me, the party girl, 
who could stay up all night, cram for a test and be great. Um, and I knew I had dreams of being great in, in real life. I just didn't have any direction for where I wanted that to go, like none at all. When I couldn't get back to who I was, I would get really upset and the cycle of grieving would start all over again. And um, it had got to a really dark place. Um, my daughter was about five or six months and I was cooking and I remember I was making cookies. I opened the oven and I put the tray of cookies in the oven. And as clear as day, in a voice that I never heard before, something said she'd be wonderful in the oven. As somebody who went to school for psychology, I have my bachelor's in psych. I knew that something was wrong then. And that day was like my rock bottom. Um, when my partner came home, I told him and I had to deal with the fact of this is a truth. This is something that is really happening to me. And I think all too often in the black community, we think, okay, we can't say these things because somebody's going to get CPS involved. I'm not a good mom. Like all of these things are going to like have a snowball effect. And it's just not true. Um, what ended up happening was I went to counseling and I learned to believe in myself more, trust my own life and stop comparing it to other people's. And it was... It was a really long journey. Like it was really long. Um, I had to learn to love myself because I am the, I'm a girl mom. So it's different for us. Like we have to learn how to love ourselves in a way that can be obvious to our children because the way we love ourselves is the way they're gonna love themselves. So while I was doing all that changing, I said, you know what? Since you said you always wanted to be great, let's figure out how you can actually do that instead of just idealizing the general greatness that you expect for yourself. Um, I had my daughter in August of 2018 and I struggled with postpartum until July, 2019. Um, in that time, a family member came to me with an idea or we, we met up and it was like a meeting of the minds about a company to empower postpartum mothers because she had her son the month before I had had my daughter and she was to the point of medication. And that is a whole other ride. <laughs> um, we wanted quality products that were handmade and simple with our post-birth selves in mind, items that didn't take a scientist or a skill to do. Over, on, I became, over time, I became a one-woman band, but I'm thankful for her contribution because it's easy to see something for yourself. I, I'm a person who believes that sight is anatomy. Everybody is born with eyes. Now, even if you aren't, that's like few and far between. But I think that vision is only give given to people who can handle it. And so when you have these ideas about greatness, it's easy to feel like, oh, I'm just daydreaming or you thinking too much of yourself, you thinking too highly of yourself. But it was it was great that this person came into my life and they said, hey, you you got something here or OK, I see it, too. And I believe that everything happens for a reason. So um, with the company, 
some things are more practical and other things are for aesthetic, but I felt that if my customers had the thought to love themselves and that prompt coming from me, they, they were ahead of the game because we all struggle with that, especially people who have just had children. So after a few months, Ari Ash Glam LLC was created and we've been able to serve people both near and far for about six months. We are always expanding. And right now we're in the works of solidifying an outreach program in Grand Rapids, Michigan, because that's where I am, to help create care packages for postpartum mother, mothers, I'm sorry. Um, all of my products were created with a postpartum mindset. Like you don't have time to do anything for like the first six or seven months of your child being alive. And so I thought of these items because they're really simple. So the lashes are an aesthetic addition to any look, very simple to apply. Um, we also have all of the items that it takes to get them on. So like the tweezers and the adhesive glue. So those are all things that can come from us. Um, our glosses are really, really moisturizing. They have vitamin E, castor oil, and almond oil. Our hair oil, the hair oil is special to me because after I had my daughter, my hair fell out. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts about it. My hair just, just fell out. So it was like an old recipe, a family recipe, and I kind of like took it and kind of reworked it, and I worked on it for six months, and it's really a really good product but i did that because we all have that we have children your hair gets all voluminous while you're pregnant and then it just kind of like falls out after the fact um our lip scrubs our lip oils and body shimmers are all products that just make self-care a bit more personal like i know for myself when i know that i have like a new soap or something when i come home it's like okay don't bother me this is a test run do not knock on the door. <laughs> Do not bother me because um, I'm getting back to me. And I know how to say that now. I did not at first. So my biggest thing now is raising awareness about postpartum and becoming more of an advocate for the racial disparities within the Black community as it relates to childbirth. Um, it's not just how you come out of pregnancy, but like the whole nine months leading up to that. I mean, labor is really the shortest part of the whole ordeal. And if we take the time to understand the entire walk, we can kind of look at our community and see what is serving us and what isn't. And we can kind of like make the resources or find the resources to bridge the gap. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, so what I want to do now is read some statistics for you all. And then I have a little surprise. So Data from 1979 shows that the overall mortality rate for Black women was 25.1 per 1,000 births, compared to 10.3 for Hispanic women and 6 for white women. Between 2007 and 2016, that number rose to 40.8 per 1,000 births for Black women. 25, 40. Okay. I'm very passionate about this, so I'm sorry. The pregnancy-related mortality of a Black woman with at least a college degree was 5.2 times that of her counterparts.
Hey guys, real quick interruption here, and I'll let you get back to your episode. Be sure to go over to warcry.com to grab additional resources under Karina's Welcoming Wealth Center. Karina has curated and created a ton of great worksheets, ebooks, journals, e-courses, and the list goes on. Don't delay, go check it out. That's warcry, W-A-R-K-R-Y.com. Talk soon. Peace. So that number speaks for itself. Um, and the last one is one in seven women will develop postpartum depression. Of that population, only 4.5% of the black people in that population will seek treatment. We have to figure this out. We have to create the resources for ourselves to get proper treatment because postpartum depression almost took me out. Okay. I didn't know where I was going and what I was doing. And this company saved me. I have office space in my very own house. I put together every order by hand. It is just that serious for me. And um, as someone who's currently 18 weeks pregnant, <laughs> I'm really concerned with the, uh, the lack of concern as it pertains to our care of pregnant women. It's just not enough to understand that this is an issue. We have to navigate and create those resources for ourselves. Um, I found that this is my purpose and I'm going to walk around and do whatever I need to do, reach out to people that I need to reach out to, make friends in high places and just do what I have to do because it starts with me. And I know there are other people out in the world who are doing this, this work, but I think that I'm going to make it my job and charge myself with every woman that I run into raising awareness of this issue. So um, that's all for my presentation, but I did a thing earlier in the month. I posted a fun fact in the group on Facebook and I asked the question. So I'm going to ask that question again. And um, Miss Karina, if you, I don't have access to the chat, but if you can tell me who answered this question first, I will, if they could meet me in the breakout room, is that what it's called? I can get their information and I will, it's a two part question. Actually, if you can answer both parts, you will get one of everything that I have. So wow. a lash, a hair oil, a lip gloss, and a lip scrub. If you don't answer the both parts, you'll get two items. So a lash and a hair oil. All right, y'all listen now. The first person, Nicole and Pam, I want y'all to watch with me to make sure I get the right person. But okay, I'm ready. the first person to answer the question. You say the first person to answer the question? Yep, to answer it correctly. Okay. Okay. So y'all listen. Can I play too? Yes, <laughs> okay. Oh no. Okay. Hey. But I'm gonna tell I'm let me tell y'all this. I want to tell you this. Her lashes, honey. <laughs> I love them. I love oh, them. Oh my That's goodness. Services, bananas. Okay, I'm not gonna hold you up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So the question is: when was the first lip gloss created and what was it used for? 
Oh, when shit. was the first lip gloss created and what was it used for? Y'all better get on Google quick. Can we, can we phone the a friend? Huh? I posted it in the group like three weeks ago. Oh better, my goodness. You better go to the group. Uh-oh. Let me let me pull up Google real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play, Nicole. What? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm sweating. Do y'all hear me? I know. I got a fan <laughs> on too. All right. Where's y'all's answers? Now, do they have to answer before you get off? Mm, I would like them to. Okay. Well, we're going to talk a little bit, but you know, give a little time, a little time. I got the answer, but I can't even play. <laughs> Let's see. Angela says 1930. Now, Absolutely Angela, correct. You got to get the other part, though. What we get the other part, Angela? Come on, Angela keeps winning. I know. Listen, you might have to be disqualified too. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Lips shiny and glossy for films." Absolutely correct. All right. Oh. <laughs> Because during that time, it was black and white films, so they had to have that um, that reflective look, like that gloss. They wanted to have that in the film, so they went ahead and did that. All right, now I will get. All right, Angela, you win again, and I will send that out as soon as possible. Yes. So, Angela, yeah. you have one, and. Um, Pam is going to tag you. Pam, if you could tag um, Rachel, but she's not in the group as Rachel. She's in the group as Ari Ash Glam. So if you could tag Rachel and Angela in the in the group so that they can connect mm -hmm. and get in, in um, Rachel's um, breakout room, that would be awesome. Oh, Angela says she's going to share with her sister, Renee. I love y'all. Your sister is going to be stealing from you. I promise. <laughs> you know, I live I live in Maryland, too. <laughs> I should live in Maryland. <laughs> yes. All right. Congratulations, Angela. You are racking up this weekend, girl. She is. Yes, yeah, she's trying to be up this morning, but I got off at 7 a.m. I clocked out. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. I was trying to be up this morning, but it just was not working. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Understandable. Understandable. But so, um, I guess so I, I definitely can relate to you because I too went through postpartum depression after my twins and that thing is real. And I don't think it gets enough. It doesn't get enough recognition. Not at all. Cause it's women. Through it. I mean, I mean, we could have, I mean, we could throw a lot of theories out there, but that's just my theory, but I really do think that it needs more recognition 
more recognition that it gets. Definitely. Um, yeah. Most of the programs that I've gone to, they are very, you don't see your own face. You don't see right. people who look like you in those programs. And it's kind of like, yes, we're humans and we walk the same walk, but not really. So it's kind of like you can't really identify with what I'm saying. Even even breastfeeding classes and stuff like that, you love to see your own face. And it's rare. Like I said, I lived in Maryland. I was in Maryland when I was going through this. So I went to all those programs, Bell's. Bill, Hyattsville, all of those places. And it just, I didn't see myself and I didn't really couldn't connect in that way. Now, when I got home to Michigan, because I decided it was best for me and my child to come back, um, I was able to um, run into my doula again. And she was able to get me, you know, to all of those programs that could help me because I struggled for a really, really long time. Yes. And I'm kind yes. of like, with me being 18 weeks now, I'm like, listen, what do we have to do so that we don't go through this again? Like, I know yeah. that this is something that I deal with. I said, <laughs> I went to my first appointment. I said, Zoloft me, please. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not even a person that does medication, but understanding that this is an issue for me. Like I have to do what I have to do so that I can give my child, my children, the best kind of life that they can have. I have a business to run. I need to function. But and none you of just that said you have to live. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, you have to live. And that's honestly what it boils down to. So, Rachel, if you don't mind, I've asked Pam to come on and let me unmute you. Hey, Pam. Hi. Pam to come on and just say a quick, a quick prayer for you regarding okay. your pregnancy. If you don't okay. mind, if you know, if, if you do, that's fine. We won't. That'd be great. Okay, because, you know, I believe we are better than numbers. That's what Angela had put in the comments last night. Mm -hmm. You know, we're better. Our strength is better in numbers. Mm -hmm. And so when we can have reinforcements, praying for one another costs nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, and so if you don't mind, I would like for Pam to just say a quick prayer because I believe in covering all bases. You know, hey, Pam. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. <laughs> you're going to the doctor. You're taking care of yourself. You know, and there is power in um, really confronting things out in the open, being transparent. Mm -hmm. And so I, I appreciate your openness, your honesty, your transparency. You know, Rachel came on. Listen, folks, Rachel came on as a sponsor, she could have just talked about her product for 15 mm -hmm. minutes, honestly. She could have done that. But you can see that there is purpose and passion behind her product, behind her business. It's not just, hey, I'm just flinging some stuff so I can make some money. Yeah, she yep. want to make some money. She, I'm, She's going to say, run me my money. <laughs> <laughs> But there's passion and purpose behind it. So I'm not Honestly, I had three different versions of this presentation. After I saw people speaking more from a, a spiritual and emotional standpoint, it's like I totally 
separated myself from the fact that like, hey, I'm a woman. And I just wanted to bring some information to you about my industry. And then when I saw, uh, I cannot pronounce her name, I'm sorry. Um, Dorite. Yep, yep, that's exactly who I saw. And I was like, you know what, <laughs> redo it. And I did it, like, I redid this whole presentation last night because I was like, no, I'm not going to get on here and say, hey, this is the facts, this is this, this is that, this and the other, because this is about connecting. So I wanted to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. So, Pam, you got it. <laughs> um, good afternoon, everyone. Um, it's uh, awesome to be here. And first and foremost, I want to say, Rachel, you're the second Rachel that I know. Um, the first Rachel I know is, I believe she's three and her parents, um, prayed for her, um, because her mother wasn't supposed to have children. Wow. Um, she has two boys, but past the two boys, she wasn't really supposed to have any more kids. And so, um, Rachel is now three years old. Wow. Absolute blessing to her family. And so with that same purpose that she was here, you have great purpose as well. And Thank your you. story will speak, um, will speak to many through your products and through your services and what you're selling. Your story is what is going to speak um, to people and cause people to move on your behalf and give and support and do and it's because of your story so go with your story yeah it's part of it's part of you it, you don't have to mask it and from what we've been hearing and learning and um grabbing from everybody who has come on before you go with your story because mm -hmm. it's part of you and what your mission and your purpose is in the earth yes. so with that father we thank you for this beautiful woman we thank yes. you for all things that you have given to her all things that you have opened up to her all things father god that you are blessing her with we thank you father god for the fruit of her womb father we thank you lord god that in all things you have her covered from the very crown of her head to the very soles of her feet we thank you lord we thank you father that you've already gone in and touched every area, every neuron, every muscle, every artery, um, her heart, Lord God, the rib cages, all of the areas, Father God, that are about to be shifted and moved about to support life. We thank you, Father, that you have covered her, her womb, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for her mental um, abilities, her mental capacity, Father God. We thank you, Father, as we bind depression, we bind postpartum depression, and we release life. We thank you for that life flowing through her on all about her. We thank you, Lord God, for her new outlook, Lord God, that she will speak life, not only to those she is ta are talking to, but to herself. And so we thank you, Father God, that that life she speaks will birth life and the life that is birth will birth life. Life will beget life. And we thank you for using Rachel to do just that. Thank you, Father God, for those you will have set in place for her, Lord God, to care for her, the doctors, the nurses, Lord God, every attendant, Father God, family, Lord God, friends, all of her support network being there, Father God, to also speak life. Anything, any vibe that's negative, anybody who does not speak life, Lord God, or support to her, remove them, Father God. Do not allow them, her audience, do not allow them place with her or to speak to her or to cause her, Father God, anything that will cause her to go into a negative direction. Positivity, Father God, all things that are uplifting, all things that are light and life, 
surround her now. And we thank you for doing it, Father God. We thank you for keeping her a safe delivery, Father God, a healthy baby, Lord God, a blessing upon her family. And we know that you'll do it because you're God and you're awesome. And that's just who you are. And so we thank you, Lord. And we love you for doing it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Girl, you earn this shoe. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Fan of <laughs> Amen. Bless you. Mm -hmm. but, uh, I, I just want to say thank you to everyone who sat through this and went through this with me, and we'll do it again next year. Yeah. All right. Thank now. you so much, Rachel. <laughs> thank you, thank Pam. You. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, Pam. Again. You're welcome. Hey guys, I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on Warcry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Warcry Radio, Warcry Consulting Solutions, LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone nor anything and guys it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on so please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our feature guests my goal with bringing on feature guests is to bring additional value for you okay so just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks. Bye.